Cuz whenever you're ready to start the show, go for it. All right, welcome back. I'm ready. Hi, I'm Lourdes. And I'm Eric, but you can call me Tello. This show is a family-oriented show, but it's oriented from the adult perspective. We talk about adult situations, and very often we use adult language. So if there's any kids in the room, kick their asses out. They don't belong here right now. Uh, Isabel already knows some stuff. She's she's going to teach us about some life, so... And I'd like to add, I don't want to make anybody mad, and I love my family and friends. I do too. When you got the music live, you can interrupt it like that. I think so. Thank you for joining I, us again, Isabel, for, for part two of our Apple celebration. But, but I'm happy to be here. Thank you so much. Uh, just uh, got a little house cleaning to do because uh, we never followed up on your eye hole surgery. You want to just get us caught up on that? Everything okay? Everything's pretty good. Um, I go back in six months. I can resume my activities. I can exercise. But they shot you. In the, they shot you in the too. face with a laser. <laughs> in the eye. What was that like? Painful. It was horrible. Um, did but, they did they numb it for you? Yeah. They put that in like nom 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 nom. Did they do that? That's disgusting. No. No. But uh, real quick, someone was telling me that roller coasters are known to cause torn retinas, and so when we go on when we take trips to theme parks or places that have roller coasters. Luis and I usually, that's our thing. We get on roller coasters. I didn't know that. Yeah. We're wild like that. Oh my goodness. Um, so the last one we went on was New York, New York and Vegas. And that's an old roller coaster. And it was painful because it It tore your retina. (laughs) Possibly. I don't know if that's true. Um, so I asked the doctor at my follow-up visit, I said, you know, we like to get on roller coasters and I've heard blah, 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 blah. And he said, well, you should be fine. Uh, but if if you happen to get on a roller coaster and afterwards you start seeing bright flashes of light, uh, shadows, and I don't know what else he named, then you need to give me a call. But, like, but what <laughs> like, if it's just fans of the podcast who want to take pictures of me? <laughs> And also, I'm it's being haunted by shadow people, so like it's really hard for me to tell. I'm popular. Well, I don't think and- I don't think I'll be sh- followed by shadow people because I have my red bracelet on. Oh, that's time. oh, thank goodness. Keep that bad juju. Yeah, away. yeah. Uh, so basically, he said, just be mindful before I ride a, a roller coaster. <laughs> That reminds well, me. I'll just be sitting on the sidelines. <laughs> if you want to be scared of amuse- amusement parks, watch a documentary on a- HBO called Action Park. This this park was that? so dangerous. <laughs> this park was so dangerous. It used to be called Class Action Park. Pe- people nicknamed it Class Action Park. They were getting this hell suit out of them. Uh, yeah, it, it was the, the rides were designed by mostly. Uh, well, not mostly, but a lot by the guy who owned the park, who was not an engineer, and mm. by people who were shunned by other amusement parks because they were questionable. <laughs> so people got hurt on these rides a lot. And unfortunately, they had a few deaths at the park as well. How were um, they even operating? I have, oof, the, the guy was just connected to the right people and, you know, just greased the right palms. But just if you get a chance, watch it. It's It's crazy. Like, action park yeah it's on hbo max check it out uh just real quick the the there was one part they were testing a water slide and um it had like this loop at the end it was called i think it was called a shotgun something I, I forgot exactly what it was called but they tested it first with dummies and the dummies were coming out on the other end in pieces mm. so they oh had to gosh. so they had to make some changes to like the water flow and whatnot <laughs> So then the they started, yeah, so, yeah, so they decided, okay, now we need to test it with real people. Who do we have? The employees. So the guy was like, if you want to make $100, test this out. Dang. Oh, my gosh. That's so, something my son would say. Yeah. So, you well, know, Lisa's always so th- these were kids. These were like teenagers run, running the park. So they were like, okay, yeah, 100 bucks. So some of them went through and got 100 bucks. I think one of them said they blacked out. Um uh, but as the testing went on, some of them started coming out with, with like 
scratches and lesions on their body. And they're like, how is this happening? So there was this, uh, this, this hatch they opened up so they could check, you know, in the loop. They found people's teeth stuck in the hatch. <gasps> yes, it's crazy. Stop. Yeah, check it out. Action Park on HBO Max. It's wild. Are you okay, babe? Do we? Need, do you need to get out? No, 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 no. There's I'm fine. Children? Okay. So just be careful. Uh, just because a park exists doesn't mean that it was designed. Safely. Yeah, that makes you think about like all the parks that we have visited. Well, I think we're okay. How many of them actually passed? protocol yeah i mean most of them well most like, a lot of a lot of more uh well-known parks they, they mentioned disney for sure had avoided some of these guys who were designing the rides so you're probably safe at disney for the most part i would guess but i don't, I know. don't know i know we're not gonna get get too far all into this but disney and universal have like these signs as you're waiting in line you, you get Inter- at your own to- risk Yes. yes but oh. it's like oh. medical like if you have and it starts naming these different medical conditions oh those are uh, like those hi- are... hypertension mm-hmm. isn't hypertension one of them those are cya clauses oh it's everywhere you and know cya cover your ass yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. i used to have a cya folder at work did you really yeah they always mention it is at that, work as well is that for when you, you had a hole in your, your pants ass. and you just put it over <laughs> put the folder over the hole yeah. <laughs> Maria, cover your ass. Oh, my goodness. Where's my folder? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. No, but your, your eyes, okay? You just got to be careful with your roller coaster rides. Yeah, I can't box anymore. Um, Wait, no how are you going to wrap your Christmas or... presents? I don't know. Put them in bags. Con- no contact of, sports. Of, oh, oh. Boxing. No more blows. No, no, no oh, more poor blows. Luis. Right. He can't hit me no more. Oh, no. You said no more blows. I'm sorry, <laughs> Isabel. I'm sorry, Isabel. Gross. Right? That's your mom. <laughs> Tell her to quit being so gross. That's so weird. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and just to follow up, uh, I sent you something that uh, was posted on our YouTube channel about the superstitions episode. If you don't mind yeah, reading that. Of oh, by the way, uh, I don't think we advertise it enough, but we're, if you're listening to this on audio, if you want to see my ugly face or Lord, this is questionable face. Uh, just check out uh, our YouTube, camp, uh, youtube.com slash campfire. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E. Because we have a video to accompany our podcast. Yes. Now, okay. with that hole in your retina, can you read what that says? I can. I can because I'm nearsighted, so I can bring the phone close enough to my face. Quit bragging. I have to put the phone farther away from my face. <laughs> Pretty soon my arms aren't going to be long enough for me to be able to read it. Stop. Are you shrinking? No, I have to pull it farther and farther back for my eyes to focus on it. Uh, are you shrinking? Are your arms getting smaller? I understood you, Eric. Thank you. <laughs> okay, so this is a comment based on our episode of the superstitions. Yes. So red bracelets, safety pins, um, eggs, salt over the shoulder, eggs. Rubbing webbles on your face to protect you from ojo. Yeah, uh, buena. Not going is, outside with your hair wet. Yes, yeah. the don't, list goes. Don't on drop the tortillas. Yeah, don't cook rice while you're pregnant because it'll come out raw. Uh, so we have a comment. A listener listed old Cajun superstition is to drill a hole in a dime and wear it around your neck to ward off bad spirits. What? I've never heard of that. Well, we're not Cajun. But we live close but enough to Cajun live. country. Yeah. 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 yeah I've never heard of it that, either. That I've seen people. I know some Cajuns <laughs> do uh, wear a lot of like incest. What? <laughs> incense. <laughs> <laughs> you said incest. <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> They just wear it like what? <laughs> I meant incense. Well, the person who made that comment is a friend of mine. So I'm gonna ask him about it. I was like, hey, have you ever worn incest? Do you know what she's talking about? Incense. It's okay. <sighs> goodness. My goodness. 
I had that written because down. Because how far did so that laser? See. Did that laser hit any part of your brain? <laughs> There's no telling, cause. <laughs> okay, let's just carry on. Okay, yeah. Um, going back to the wearing a dime to ward off. <laughs> Again, you know, we talked about uh, cheap superstitions. You know, it, it's. Not that much trouble to just drill a hole in a dime and wear it around your neck. I'm, you know, know. How would you even do that? You take a drill, put it up <laughs> to the dime, and then pull the trigger until you make a hole in it. And then you put a piece of string or, or leather or something to it and wear it around your neck. It's not that hard. I could probably make one in a couple minutes if I had huh. a dime. I think red thread is, is probably easier. No well, drill. Okay. Where, if you want to be more fashionable, yeah. You can combine two superstitions then. Yeah, that's true. Ooh, what, what if you turn it into a bracelet? Oh, cuz this, this. All right, uh, ch- check out our merch store where you can pick up a, <laughs> a dime with red thread bracelet. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have those. You know, it's kind of, now that you say that, like this bracelet, I'll, even though it's not an ojo, you know, an eye, it's, it's, is it a round has piece a of hole metal. in it, yeah. yeah, with the red thread through it. Hmm. There may be some connection between Cajuns and Hispanics. There is. It's called the the Texas Louisiana border. <laughs> it's called Southeast Texas, uh, Southwest Louisiana. But it's not connected to Mexico. That's what I really mean. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the Gulf of Mexico that connects them. It's that Gulf Shrimp yeah. that connects us. There you, you know go. what I'm saying? Yeah, the crawfish. All right. What else do we have to cover? Is that it? So your eyes okay? My ojo's okay. Oh, excuse me. Oh, how horrible. It's the morning drainage. <laughs> oh, yeah, I have that too. All right. Well, what do we do now? We haven't planned this far. Um. Well, we wanted to... Continue our celebration on Yes, Apple. we do. So let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll have a really long section on Apple. I'll try to speed through some of it until we get to the good parts. How about that? Yay. Let's Sounds take a break. Good. All right. Hey, are you enjoying Number 2 Podcast? Would you like to support us so that we can keep making these great shows for you? Because why don't you tell them where they can go? Hit us up at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D.com slash support us. Support us is all one word. You can support Number 2 Podcast directly with a monthly donation for as little as 99 cents per month through our anchor.fm website. Or scroll down a little more and you can click on our merchandise link and that'll take you directly to our Amazon store where you can buy one of the shirts that we offer. And if you pick up anything else during that visit, we'll make a small commission at no extra charge to you. That's right. Listen in style. Pick up a badass shirt. Support us at campfirepod.com slash support us. That's C-A-M-P-F-Y-R-E-P-O-D dot com slash support us. Welcome back to part two of our Apple celebration. I'm going to talk now more about how I became more aware of Apple, especially through their advertising. And eventually I start using their products and become a big fan of their products and software. So one of the first things that I remember um, was they had done a commercial for their, uh, they had a campaign, they had a commercial campaign called Think Different. When Steve Jobs came back to the company and kind of, there was a time when Apple was like on its way out. It was almost non-existent. Uh, It was poorly managed. They had, they really didn't know how to plug themselves into the market. Uh, PCs were dominant. And then Steve Jobs comes back and turns it all around. And they release an ad called Think Different. And this was a really iconic ad. Uh, I appreciate it more now that I'm an Apple fan. Uh, than I did at the time. It was a one-minute ad. It was black and white, and it featured 17 iconic 20th century personalities. 
Uh, it had Albert Einstein, Bob Dylan, Martin Luther King Jr., Richard Branson, John Lennon with Yoko Ono, uh, Buckminster Fuller, Thomas Edison, Muhammad Ali, Ted Turner, Maria Cullis, Mahatma Gandhi, Amelia Earhart, Alfred Hitchcock, Martha Graham, Jim Henson with Kermit the Frog, Frank Lloyd Wright, and Pablo Picasso. Damn. So, geniuses. Yeah, like just people Legit, who, yeah. People who changed the world. Yeah. And they had a voiceover on this ad, and it's really moving. Like it never once mentioned computers, never once mentioned products. It was like a genius marketing thing. And I wish I could play it, but I, I have the uh, the 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 copy that they read over it. So picture in your mind the, the black and white footage of these people just you know, just they they were just they weren't filmed specifically for this this commercial because some of these people aren't aren't alive anymore or weren't alive at the time. Yeah, but it said something. I mean it had yeah, so much yeah. meaning behind it. Yeah, and this is what the this is what the voiceover read. Here's to the crazy ones, the misfits, the rebels, the troublemakers, the round pegs in the square holes, the ones who see things differently. They're not fond of rules, and they have no respect for the status quo. You can quote them, disagree with them, glorify or vilify them. About the only thing you can't do is ignore them, because they change things. They push the human race forward. While some may see them as the crazy ones, we see genius. Because the people who are crazy enough to think they can change the world are the ones who do. And then it fades to just the Apple logo and it says, think different. And this think different ad that was just kind of signifying that things were different at Apple now. And it really kicked off this whole new Apple identity, think different. And it attracted a lot of, like, the creative type, who who were already primarily users of Apple products, but they, they came out with four main products, personal and professional. So under the personal category, you had your desktop and your laptop. Under the professional, you had your desktop and your laptop. So they were going to focus just on those four products, and they put everything they could into those, and it really, that's when you get the iMac, uh, the iBook, and then your pro level, uh, your, I think it was the Power Mac at the time, and then your Power Book. I don't remember exactly. But that's when the company started to turn around. And then in 1998, they introduced the iMac. And do you remember I the iMac? I was born. Oh, my. No. Mm-mm. Okay. I don't remember because I'm not, you know, I don't. Use Apple, so I don't. Well, it was an all-in-one device. You know, the, the iMac now that you see it looks like a modern monitor. And mm-hmm. if you think of monitors back then, they were the big, you know, box. Like, yeah. So oh. it had all the computer components inside of it, and it was had a built-in handle. Like it was designed to be an easy-to-use device, and it was intended to make internet use or internet connectivity easy i mean that's part of what the i stood for the imac started the i revolution jobs said the i stood for internet individual instruct inform inspire wow i had no idea uh with the imac apple returned to jobs intriguing it is uh with the imac apple returned to jobs vision of an all-in-one computer with all the guts in the same case as the display in a world of messy PCs, the iMac stood out as a simple, elegant computing solution, which it really was. At the time, they looked to me, they looked like toys. You know, I was a, a PC user. I was like, oh, you know, you can't upgrade that thing real easy. You know, it's not that powerful, but it looked good. Yeah, it was yeah a- but you think a lot towards cost, too. That's what, to me, like, if you're looking at something, like you said, you want to buy something, you're going to look at the cost. They were expensive you- at the time. They still are, but if you don't, if you're not a computer person, but you want to get on the internet, you don't have to worry about hooking up a monitor. Your keyboard is a USB device. It plugs into one area on the computer. Your mouse is also a USB device. It plugs it plugs into the other area that looks just like it. 
So you you have two cables plus the power cable. You know, you don't, you know. Not all these cables. I hate cables. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Oh, and then they introduced iTunes. They say iTunes saved the music industry. Remember? Did it? Yeah, LimeWire. LimeWire, Kazaa. <laughs> Why are you smiling, one? Isabel? Because <laughs> we used to like make CDs. <laughs> we would buy those big old stacks of just blank CDs, and they would be gone like so quick. We used to have like a case with all of the CDs in it. And we'd have to open, you know, a little, what are they called? A little zipper they're zipped up and you, almost like a, gosh, like a, a little trapper file keeper. case thingy. Did you hear what I said? Yeah, trapper keeper. <laughs> I love those things. <laughs> yeah. It was Man. good times. I know. Right. Now we don't even, do we even own any CDs? I don't think so. No. I don't All my CDs we- are in storage somewhere at my mom's house. I still own them. You know, they're they're I've copied them, I've digitized most of them to my to my computer, but I I've, I've bought I don't know how much music off of iTunes because you know, it didn't make it an easy legitimate way to get music. You could go through these questionable sites and download and possibly get a virus. Yeah. Or download a song that's the wrong song. It could be titled this and be something completely different mm-hmm. or have the wrong artist. This, when it first came out, their their pricing was like 79 cents, 99 cents, and $1.29. Now most of them are $1.29 every now and then I can find them for 99 cents. But, you know, you think about it. When when I was younger, I'd buy an album for like 15 or 20 bucks and maybe like three songs on it. Or even a CD. Like, I'm trying to think of one that we actually listened to. That's what I meant by album. Song on. When I said album, I meant the CD. Yeah. Because there's still albums. <laughs> I know. It's just. <laughs> so this gave you the opportunity to pick and choose what you wanted. There's, you know, there's some people who might say like, oh, well, you know, that that's ruining the music industry, but it saved the music industry from going out of business yeah. in a lot of ways. And they still sell like digital albums, right? Like, oh, yeah. Not, you, can, you don't you have, have to buy the option, just that one song. Yeah, yeah. You have the option of buying the complete album yeah. or individual songs. And a lot of times I buy just the individual songs unless they go on sale. And then I'm like, okay, I'll take the whole album now. Thanks. (laughs) But you mentioned a while ago about uh, the privacy that Apple has. Apple is one of the few tech companies that really stresses privacy. Tim Cook, the head of Apple now, uh, he wrote a letter because the FBI wanted them to make a backdoor to... To be able to hack or get into devices. To get into an iPhone because Mm -hmm. there was... There was like a, I think a domestic terrorist situation, or maybe just a terrorist situation where the guy had an iPhone and they were trying to get the information. And while, yeah, it might seem, okay, yes, you should do this. The government is asking you to help right. thwart terrorism. But what could that be? Like if they make a back door for that, it'll work on any iPhone. Yeah. So anybody's privacy is compromised. Could, yeah. right. So uh, uh, Tim Cook refused. And now... With the upcoming version of iOS 14 that's coming out, they're battling Facebook over transparency issues because Facebook is notorious for mining for personal information so that they can target ads to you, sell that information to other companies. And now Apple is making it more difficult for them to be able to do that because it's going to let you know, it's going to ask you, do you want to let these apps get this information? And you have the option of saying no which means like, boom, like a big portion of, but it's protecting your privacy. Right. Yeah. You as a consumer have that right. So I uh, remember during Christmas, I think I talked to you about uh, men grooming kits for my Michael. Yes. Ball Not to put all his business. Yeah, but yeah. And uh, before you know it, I go on my phone and Facebook starts populating all of these men grooming kits on my news. I mean, on my feed. Yep. And I'm like, what the heck? You know? Yeah. That happens to me whenever I am looking at something, um, on Google, on Amazon. Oh yeah. So me too. I've been, I've been searching, I've been looking at, uh, duvet inserts 
and now all on my facebook newsfeed i have like all of these ads for bedding and stuff yeah you know what the crazy thing is though even though that's the crazy thing is the people who think they can change the world yeah and i don't stop i don't stop using it oh me neither i mean that's that's it's they've I mean, we've just come accustomed and used to and be like, ah, well, they can hear our conversations, okay? <laughs> it's we give okay. It up, we give it up ever so slightly, and next thing you know, it's a it's a landslide. When I go down to the, my bunker that I have in my backyard, they won't be able the to find The one that the dog dug anything. for you? <laughs> yeah. Chapel. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. So, this isn't... Big innovation that affects all computers, in my opinion, but it is something important. And I think as time goes on, it'll become more important. But in the uh, article, it said that Apple makes switching CPUs seem easy. So Apple used to make their own processors with Motorola called the PowerPC. And then when Steve Jobs came back, they switched to the Intel processor and that's what we've been using for like the past 10, 20 years now, I think. Uh, let's see. Uh, it says here, uh, they dumped the PowerPC for Intel CPUs in 2006. So for f- 15 years, we've been using the Intel PC, Intel chip, which is what you find in most PCs. And laptops. Uh, yeah. And um, just recently, Apple has started manufacturing their, well, not recently, but they've been manufacturing their own chips for their iPhones, iPads, and now they're going to use that technology in their current desktops and laptops. Over the next couple of years, they plan to to switch completely over to that. I just recently bought one because my old computer video card went out, so I saved up and, and bought the new M1 chip. And it's been very impressive. A lot of reviewers are surprised by how powerful it is, how efficient it is. The power use is incredibly small for a chip that's as powerful as it is. And this is a generation one. So as things go on, it's just going to get better. It's going to get better. And it might be a huge competitor to Intel now. I don't know if, if they'll open this up to other manu, if they'll sell to other manufacturers, but it's definitely going to force other processor manufacturers to rework the way they engineer chips and look at the way that they make them. So Damn, this could be Apple's a big... Apple's like the freaking, like... Innovators. They they disrupt Yeah. They're keeping the economy going because not a, like it's going to keep making more work and more... And it for forces people to, people to make better things. Yeah. Get off their asses and work, work, work. Yep. I'm excited to what... what um, because they have their Apple event on 420. This year, yeah. Because. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. We should get high and watch it. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that day your mom got high? up free hands. Yeah. Because it was hot. <laughs> oh, my. Are you talking about my birthday? Yeah. Well, she didn't There's... conceive me on 420. She had me on 420. I wonder if she got high that day, too. Aunt Becky. When she had me? <laughs> yeah. You want to call her and ask her? No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm looking forward to see what they introduce because currently they just have a couple of laptops. And I think the only desktop version they have is the Mac Mini, which is what I have. And I'm, I wonder if they'll give more information about um, 16 inch. I'm hoping. MacBook. I'm looking yeah. forward to it because I will eventually have to upgrade my my MacBook. To a new version, and uh, if it's a 16-inch M1 processor, that's or, the one we want. <laughs> or M- M1X, whatever it is, whatever the next processor is, I'll have to save up for it. But it's on my list. So, Apple with the iPhone, when it was originally released, it didn't have a camera. But a generation or two later, they finally introduced a camera, and now every smartphone obviously has a camera. Has a camera. So not, it made, not just one camera. Like three, three or four cam- cameras. <laughs> <laughs> but it it gave everyone a digital camera. Everyone who owns a smartphone now has a digital camera in their pocket. I remember having to carry a digital camera around. It was you know, it was a small camera, but it was 
thicker than an iPhone. You turn it on and that lens pops out. Yeah. And you got to, you know, you got to carry an extra device with you. Now you don't have to worry about that. And it's modern smartphones have a great built-in camera. It takes great photos. It takes surprisingly good video. So now you have, like, it's everywhere. And iPhone is so confident in their camera. They had an ad, uh, a series of ads called Shot on iPhone, Mm -hmm. which were commercials that were released that were all shot on an iPhone, and they looked surprisingly good. Isabel had, and she took photography in high school, and I bought her, like, this freaking badass Canon Nikon. Nikon. I'm sorry, Nikon camera. That's where Isabel and I split. I'm a Canon user, and she's a Nikon (laughs) user. Yeah. Well, I don't know that she even had a choice. I think I just bought it. Yeah. Oh. That was the deal. So it was your fault. Yeah. Again, looking at price and cost. (laughs) And didn't even think once to consult me. No. And uh, I would have said you straight. She was so mad at me. She, I mean. Why? I think it was like a $900 kit. Like everything, the camera, the eight hundred. It was seven. Okay, a little bit. You could have gotten seven. a Canon for seven hundred. And it had the. It came with two lenses, the case. Um, Your regular starter pack. It's bad. Yeah, probably. yeah. And um, she used that. I guess what two years photography. I I still pull it out. Yeah, yeah. She still uses it, um, but. Before I knew it, her iPhone was basically taking the place of that Canon. I- yeah, and it has for a lot of people. I've I've heard of reporters taking classes now because they are become they're having to become their own photographers. Yeah, and I've I've seen behind the scenes stuff of reporters like news reporters on TV with a selfie stick reporting into their iPhone. Their it's own, cr- yeah, yeah. They're holding it up. It's crazy, like what it what it's become. Yeah. Freaking Apple, man. Yeah, I mean, for better or for worse, but it's just again, it's just a pushing technology and and making things better for the consumer. Now, because this is one that affects both of us, All right? Okay. Apple really enabled the podcast boom. Podcasts existed, but. I remember in the early days when I would download a podcast, I would have to go to the, I would have to know that the podcast existed first and go to their website and it was set up like a blog and there would be a file that I could click on to download and then I'd bring that and load it up into my MP3 player. Apple consolidated all of that and built it into iTunes. There, there was a podcast section and you could click on that wow. and you could just see a list of podcasts that existed. You know, was Apple submit- the first one <clears throat> to do that? Right. I mean, because like now we have Spotify, we have all these. Well, other Spotify platforms. didn't exist at the time. And I'm talking about how Apple made an impact on the world. Yeah, yeah. I just so didn't if they were if like the fifth first- or tenth person to do this, they 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 wouldn't really be that impactful. Yeah. <laughs> he has a point, Mom. So a stupid question. Can we cut yes. that out? No. <laughs> So before Apple Podcasts were just audio blogs, but with the the release of the iPod and iTunes, Apple made podcasts accessible to the masses. A few few years later, the iPhone enabled on-demand podcast access and created a massive market for podcasts. Now, thanks to Apple, you can find podcasts about nearly any topic and start listening in seconds. Damn it. Num2 Pod. Well, it's number two podcast if you search for it on on Apple Podcasts. Number two Pod, yeah. That's yes. And it just made it it made a a one place that you can go to search for your podcasts. As a podcaster, you know, you have to go through a submission process, but once it's approved, you're there available for, for millions of listeners if they want to listen to your podcast. Cuz every it seems like everybody's doing podcasts. Yeah, especially since you, the pandemic started. We should have yeah. started way back then. We should have restarted. Yeah, the news. I mean, they're they're they advertise. If you can't catch us at you know whatever hour, then listen to us on whatever whatever. So <laughs> yeah, so podcasts are are now easy to make, easy to find, 
and you can all you need is a as a smartphone to to start a podcast and get going with it. Now, this is the more personal part. This is Apple. I was like I said a big PC user, but when I went back to school, I, I when I visited the school that I was going to be attending, I saw their computer labs and they were filled with iMacs and I was just like, "Okay, I have to get a, a Macintosh." I, I had been thinking about it cuz a friend of mine had one and I was like, okay, well, you know, I've, I've always heard that this is what creative people use. They think different, you know. <laughs> I want to be one of those think different artists. Changing the world. So I bought my first Mac Mini, 2012. And um, it was a little bit to get used to, you know, as you can, t- as you know, you know, it's, yeah. it's a little bit different from Windows. But for me, the interface, the, the look of it was so much prettier mm-hmm. than a Windows PC, like it had rounded corners, round buttons. It didn't have an X and a a dash. It had a red, green, and yellow, and you know you intuitively knew what that meant. Yeah. And the the built-in software that came with it enabled me to start pursuing my old artistic desires. Like it came with iMovie built-in. Wow. And some people might say, "Well, Windows had their Movie Maker. Their Movie Maker was." shit <laughs> it was not intuitive it was garbage iMovie was so much easier to pick up and learn and it just you know you could make a very with very simple edits you can make a pretty good looking movie movie especially movie. if you had an iphone i didn't have one at the time but i had a, a i had my canon camera that i recorded video with and i loaded it up and it was just so easy to go through and make my edits and i was you know, playing with the stupid transitions and thinking I was doing something big and, uh, you know, just inspired me to keep pursuing that. And most of my homework for art school was done on my Mac. If it wasn't at the computer lab, uh, there was very few software that I used that was PC only. It was maybe one or two classes, and I had to do that at, at school. But the rest of it, I got the software from my computer, and I did it at home, and... So, a la muerte was that recorded on your like an actual video recorder or was it an Apple product? Uh, that was recorded on my Canon camera. Okay, but I edited it on my Mac. I did um, the effects. What uh, so, uh, the um, the title effects were done with Adobe software, which is available on both platforms, but I used it on my Mac. Um, Adobe was first, Adobe Photoshop first was available on Macintosh only. It wasn't created by Apple, but it was something that started initially as an Apple only only software. I just Uh, found it to be so restricted. In what way? Just limited, but I'm I'm starting to understand more and more why. All right, you you said you found it restricted, and I said in what way? You said limited, which is just another word for restricted. Could you give me a specific example? Yeah, like if if you wanted to download an app, it had to be so. Like, I'm just give you an example of the. That's what I'm ros- asking for. There's a rosary app. Okay. Okay, it's not available on iTunes, but it's available on Samsung. So it's it, it's a an app that we like to listen. I mean, that I listen to, but if. Isabel wanted to download that same rosary app. It's not available. So there's certain, I mean, I know it's just certain things. I don't know why if it's available on one platform, then I'll tell you a couple of reasons why it might, it might not have passed the requirements to be available on the, on the iPhone app store, or it might've been coded just for Androids. That's what I said. I, I'm start. I understand a little bit more behind it, like there, why it's limited. There are like apps said, that are secure. there are apps that are available only for iPhone that aren't available for Droid. Uh, there are apps that are available for Macintosh that aren't available for Windows, and vice versa. Yeah, I understand it a little bit more. I just still feel like it's more like you're. If you want this and it's only available to Apple, then you have to go to Apple to to do those things. That's why I guess I mean limited and restricted. 
your point is invalid. <laughs> I reject it because I use a piece of software called 3ds Max professionally. It's part of my day job. That is not available on Apple computers. So, if I were freelance and had to do that, I would have to own a PC. But I don't want to do that. So, because some of the other software I use that is is available only for Apple, and that's what I prefer. Hmm. So it, still, it goes both ways. Yeah. It goes both ways. Yeah. It's a buy. It goes both ways. Yeah. Just I'm say you don't that. like it and you don't know how to use it. That's that's probably it too because I don't know how to use it. So moving on to my personal <laughs> experience with Apple. As I was just mentioning, there's software that's only available on Apple and this was one of them. Final Cut Pro. It's a video editing software. It's made by Apple. I remember in the early days of independent films in the 90s, it was one of the big things. I watched behind the scenes stuff and they were all talking about editing on Final Cut. So it was for me in my mind like to that point, like if I can get Final Cut, I can start making my move. I can start being an independent filmmaker. But at the time, I remember seeing it in the store, and it was like a thousand dollars for the software. Yeah, you can buy yeah. buy a whole new PC. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like a thousand dollars for the software, and I have to have an Apple computer, <laughs> which I can't afford. That I can't afford the thousand dollars software. I I'm there's no way I can afford the Apple computer. So now you skip to 2012. I have an Apple computer. I'm on Apple's Mac store. I mean, their app store, the Mac app store. And I see Final Cut Pro for $300. I'm like, that's way less than the $1,000 that it originally cost. So I saved up some iTunes gift cards. (laughs) And then uh, around Christmas time, they had gone on sale someplace for like 10 or 15% off the face value. (laughs) So I, you know, charged some and saved up until I had enough to cover the cost plus tax. And I bought my first professional video editing software. Is that how you edited the a la muerte? Yes. No. (laughs) I don't remember. Yes or no. It might be both. I don't remember. I might've used Adobe Premiere for that. Since it was a school project. <laughs> no, seriously, because I had to use the software that they used at school. So it might have yeah. been, but for our podcast, for everything, for my own personal projects, I use Final Cut Pro to edit. Yeah. And when I have the money to make my first short film, I will edit it on Final Cut Pro. Wow. Yes. What if they come out with another Premiere Cut Pro? Premiere Cut Pro. <laughs> Somebody's going to get sued because they're using two <laughs> intellectual property names. <laughs> they would never be combined. No, I mean, yeah. Adobe's making, you know, good leaps with their Premiere software. and But their software, you have to pay a monthly subscription fee to use. I paid $300 in tax. And it's done. One time, nine years ago, and every update since then has been completely free. I haven't had to pay a monthly subscription to Apple for that. I hope they never change that model, but if they do, at least I have this software I could still use. Damn it. And for me, the the other thing, Apple's ecosystem made it easy to share photos, video, audio, screenplays between my Mac, my iPhone, my iPad. It just made things easier. Like if I'm working here at home, I can do this or then take it on the go with my MacBook or you know, pull it up on my iPhone. Right. But it's kind of like the cloud. Yeah. It, yeah. It, goes with it sinks through the cloud. If I take yeah. a picture on my phone, then I come back to my computer. It's loaded up in my, my, my Apple photos. And, uh, you know, it's, it's archived for me in the archival system, which has recently come in handy. You know, uh, we've talked about the home video project that I was doing with my, my old home videos on tape. Well, now I've been digging through my Apple photos and videos Going back, you know, 10 years ago, eight, whatever, however long ago it was, and finding old videos, like, oh, this will be great to share with the family too. So wow. I've been pulling that out and and sending it to our, our group uh, family album. 
Uh, see, I could film on my iPad, my iPhone, and edit the video on there too. Like iMovie's available on there. I can make Act the show. on your phone. Yes. It's not my favorite thing to do. Yeah. I prefer to edit on an actual computer, but it's possible. Yeah. And I like that it's possible. <laughs> it's convenient. Yeah. And as I mentioned, Mac has made it easy for me to archive photos and home videos. And I can search by people's faces. I can search by names, dates, locations. It's really made it easy to kind of take a trip down memory lane. And Isabel, when did you start using Apple products? Or what What was it that made you choose Apple over other? So my my introduction to Apple is pretty similar to yours. Um, Monkey, my grandma, <laughs> bought me, she bought everybody, like all of the cousins one, but it was a um, iPod shuffle for our birthdays. And I nice. looked it up and they now go for like $120, $150. And oh. at that time, I remember it was $50 yeah. for this little blue square. Um, and that's what I used as, uh, that was my first introduction to, to the Apple product or the Apple world. And then I got... Now, did you did you want an iPod Shuffle, or was it the advertising? No, I wasn't or? even. No, I wasn't even. Um, I just wanted an MP3 player. Okay. And I remember us having this whole conversation with the uh, with the guy at uh, Target, and he was like, "This is the one that you want. Like, you're gonna want this this one." And then he was like, "What color would you like?" And I chose the blue one. Oh, nice. Yeah, and ever since then, I've been. I, after that, I wanted the the iPhone, and I got that like in eighth grade. It's like the iPhone four, the iPhone five, something like that. My first one was the <laughs> iPhone five C, which I have here in its case. <laughs> oh, the other thing I didn't even mention is like the packaging. I love the packaging on Apple products. Yeah, like the, they take design very seriously from their the actual products to even the packaging of it, and you can see their influence on. Like Amazon, I think, is kind of take or Google especially has taken a, a, a page out of their book. But, you know, it's a very simple, sleek. This was the 5C. This came in a little plastic tub. But but it's I almost have, like it's made to last forever. I well, I mean, the, the design is very minimalistic. It's kind of timeless. But like this was the Apple TV, the second or third generation. And it's just a picture of what's inside. Yeah. With a little bit of information. There's some more information on the back, but it's not like crazy. And then, of course, you have all your legal stuff on the bottom. But my current iPhone, again, simple design. Nice and clean. Very you, sleek. Yeah, very sleek. And then you compare that with other electronics manufacturers. So when I got my new computer, I, I bought a hub to connect other peripherals. And you see, it's similar, but there's more information on there. Yeah. You turn around it actually, like, has some. But then, like, you got all this, <laughs> all this, all this. Damn, that's kind of like the earbuds that I bought. Mm-hmm. It's, they're the, it's very similar. And even with the Google products that we've bought, it's the same thing. But yeah. very minimal on google yeah or my new bluetooth headphones which you know you got you got the product you got somebody (laughs) using the product you got the product and all this stuff and it's just i don't know apple their design is really that looked like a penis on the box it looked like a what penis what (laughs) did you see it too i didn't see the penis right there no no the back the other side this yeah like when you did it so fast not that way it was <laughs> it just looked weird it's headphones but it's just one angle. what's on your brain cuz <laughs> i thought it was weird that there was a guy on there <laughs> that's what i thought you said it was that's what i thought you were referring to oh. <laughs> is what do you think about your mom's dirty mind like that she's wild <laughs> so you see all that stuff on there and then my new computer, the Mac Mini. This is it. <laughs> wow. <laughs> it's just it's <laughs> the picture on the box. That's Look, it. one side, 
completely Clean. empty. The other side, the name of the product. Wow. Empty, the name of the product, and then some legal stuff on the back. And then you open it up and you get what you see. It's just, I love their design. I love the design of their products. You know, this, this design, this iPod shuffle is, you know, 10, however many years old. And it still has a nice. Sleek, clean. Yeah. It's still very modern looking, even though technology has advanced by a decade since. But yeah, using Apple products really inspires me. It's it's um, because, I, like I said, I was a PC user for many years, and every time I remember having to buy add-ons for my computer to use the newer technology. When I bought my my Sony camcorder, the the one that I've been pulling the home videos from, I had to buy a card so that I could hook it up to it. But the iMac, the iMac DV, came with that built in and built into it. Yeah. Um, so technically you're not really paying more for an Apple product. Well, technically you are. Well, you're, you're paying more up front, but like you said, you've mentioned two things already that upgrades are automatic and they're no cost to you versus had you had a software. P- yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you're paying for it all up front. It, you may actually be saving money. Yeah. In some cases you might be. And because Apple builds their own products, like especially now with the new processors, it's all built to work together and they make their own software. So it's software and hardware being designed to work together. Wow. So it may not be like the fastest thing on the market, but because it's more efficient in the way that it, it processes, it can compete with some of those faster machines. Damn it. So... Anyway, I still is what don't you're think I'm going to get it. I, no, I'm not trying to convince you. I'm telling you why I no, like No, 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 no. I, I get it. And and again, like I said, it inspires me. When I see my, you know, nice, sleek design iPhone, I'm thinking, okay, I could just take this out and just start, you know, filming a movie. I film home video stuff on these. Haven't been able to do it in about a year because of COVID, but it inspires Right there, me. yeah. Well, I do have to say it. I do. I'm like taken back by when Isabel or Priscilla show me a picture that they've taken using their iPhone. I'm I'm like, wow, that. I mean, it's legit clean, and you would think that it was taken with a Canon or a Nikon um, professional camera. Yeah. And so I guess it is professional. It takes them so good. So Isabel, so you got your iPod shuffle and then what made you continue like using or wanting to use Apple? I think I was so young. I think I just liked the way it looked like the, the phone itself. I don't remember being that into like what it had or what it offered. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think I got into that until like high school, but I was middle school and I had the iPhone. Was, was it ever, four. was it ever a peer pressure thing? No, no, it was never. No, I was like antisocial in middle <laughs> school. So I still am. I mean, I had people that come up to me and they were like, Oh, you have, you have uh, the iPhone. And I was like, yeah. And it didn't like register in my head. Like, Oh yeah, like this is like a device that people actually want. It was just I just liked it because it, it looked nice, and that's part of it. Because why not have something that has both form and function? Like it's obviously a good device, but why can't it look good also? Yeah, and it does. I you know the the iPod Nano was my first device back in I'm going to guess twenty nine uh, two thousand nine two thousand ten. And then my second device was the Mac Mini in 2012. And then in 2014, I got my iPhone 5C. Uh, Before that, I got the Apple TV. Oh, the Apple TV. I used to, when I had my own place, this was like right at the beginning of streaming, like Netflix streaming and whatnot. I didn't have any way to stream it. So I read a lot. I was reading a lot of books. And then I bought an Apple TV (laughs) and quit reading (laughs) 
<laughs> I had Netflix streaming and I, I could have, you know, HD video on my TV from my computer. And it just ruined my my intellectual desire to read. journey that I was on. <laughs> but that's okay. I, I you know, I I can read now. I, I when I got the iPad, I read a lot on my iPad for school. <laughs> and play, leisure. I it had the Kindle app. I could download Kindle books on there. Uh, and then, um, like I said, I got my Mac Mini, which I used for school, and it, it really was a, an inspiration. Like, I when I lived with my fave cousin, your sister Phoebe, mm-hmm. um, I made a bunch of short little videos with with Presley. Presley. And I remember I, those. I did. They were you know effects driven little shorts. I was practicing for school. Some of that I used for school assignments, but I mm-hmm. posted it on my YouTube channel. It never got a lot of attention, but it made me want to be more creative. I look at these nicely designed things and think, okay, I can use, these are tools. I recognize that they're tools, but they make me want to create. Like, you know, you think of other artists, you know, a writer might have a certain type of typewriter they like to use, you know, old school. Um, A painter might have a favorite brush to use. I have, this is my favorite type of tool to use, the Apple products because I like the way they work. I like the way they look. When I'm inside the software, it it doesn't make me feel like I'm working necessarily as being creative and kind of having fun. It makes you want to do it. Yeah. You're, you enjoy experiencing. And I'm sure you, there's probably a lot more that, that it has that you haven't even probably touched. Yeah, there's probably more going on. They they really sunk their claws into my brain deeply. <laughs> That's weird. It kind of sounds like a cult. It could be. But like I, you're I, being brainwashed. I don't think I'm being brainwashed. I've I've chosen it on He just voluntarily. has the claws deep in his brain. Yeah. They didn't like I opened it up for them and said, "Okay, you can stick me right there." Oh, there it is. Go ahead. I let them stick their claws they in. They stuck their claws. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh my goodness. But you know, PC. There, I know PC people who love their PC products, and I just think, what's wrong with you? No. <laughs> your brother and sister Isabel use iPhones, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But your mom and dad don't. Right. But so, dad is about to. Yeah, he's he's thinking about switching over just because. And I'm like knocking on this desk. Um, none of us, out of, the, out of the three of us, we haven't experienced where our phone has cracked. He's very rough with his phones because the, the type of work that he's in. And he's probably, he could have purchased outright probably two Samsung. The newest The newest Samsung, Samsung wow. because he's... We're paying these deductibles because the back or the front is ends up getting cracked, and and he has a case on them. It's just the I don't know if the phone itself is like so sensitive that it's the edges or the back of the phone that end up like, getting cracked. Yeah. Um. Now, don't get me wrong. Luis and Priscilla have with, cracked phones. have cracked have cracked their phones before, but it's whenever they don't have cases on them. You know, you put a case on the phone, on an iPhone, and I feel like it's it's protected. It's not going. It has that cushion. So yeah. where if it does have a a hard drop, well, it like won't crack. like monkey. Oh yeah, yeah like you know her she was slamming her door on her. Yeah, so we, you know, my mom was her phone. getting in the car. We picked her up from the store, and she's she's trying to close the door, and the door won't close. What feels like the seatbelt is maybe blocking mm-hmm. the door from latching to close and she's just like you know and you just hear it every time you hear like this metal hitting on glass type thing and it's like bam bam she did it like a good three or four times oh my goodness isabel was it you or priscilla priscilla she's like uh monkey you're you're hitting your phone (laughs) oh did she break it no no it had a case on it thank goodness i mean I don't know if the position, how it was positioned to why it wasn't, the door wasn't closing. I, I don't know, but it legit sounded like she was 
she was like beating the shit out of her phone we could have used we could have recorded it and used it as like a (laughs) advertisement for apple (laughs) yeah for apple for how durable it is oh that's crazy yeah and I was like, Mom, do you she's like, I just broke my phone. I was like, Well, you haven't even looked at it. Do you want to look at it? And and she finally did. And she was like, No, it's fine. But one thing that we can't really tie it to this or not, but we don't know. She started having problems with her speaker. Yeah. So we don't know if she damaged the speaker when she I, did. If I that. had to guess, I'd say that's a good culprit <laughs> to look at. That's that's where I would point the finger. That's where I would start the investigation. Like yeah. <laughs> But externally there's no cracks on the phone. Nothing. Well, that's cool. Yeah, that's funny. I, I'm because the products are so expensive. I'm super careful with everything because I'm too cheap to want to replace this. But yeah, I, I get a case. I always have a case for my phone. I know it makes it a little bit thicker and bulkier, but I want to protect this eight hundred dollar investment, this thousand dollar investment. And I don't understand people who buy a phone and then get like a a $4 silicon case and be like, oh, that'll protect it. He's no. he's talking about me. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen to that. The train. <laughs> I guess that's a good, a good indicator of it's probably time to go ahead and close out. <laughs> so what are the chances of you switching over, cuz? I don't know. I mean, I'm not like completely peer against pressure. it. Peer, come on, it's about peer pressure. Peer pressure. I'm not going to peer pressure because I'm sure if we went through and actually like researched about windows and android like we would find that they had they in their own way also had like some push on like revolutionizing oh yeah absolutely oh yeah yeah. windows for sure definitely Yeah. yeah i mean so people can make the same argument as to say you know apple's done all this but you can also say Windows yeah, and where, Android. Where Apple's is Apple is like a closed off ecosystem. Uh, Windows and Android did something pretty smart by letting their software be available to all sorts of manufacturers. Mm-hmm. So you you know you have different ideas entering into that pool of technology. So their their innovations made in different ways. But as someone who started off with an Android phone and a Windows PC, I found my way to Apple through a series of events, and I'm I'm happy with the the current products that I have. Yeah. But like you said too, you're, you have that creative side of you. That's what inspires you. That's your, um, that's your goal, you know, to, to produce, invent, to, or, you know, not invent, but to make something yes, new. To create. Yeah. Entertainment. And, and I think that ties a lot. You can relate to Apple that way because. Because I think taken, different. Yeah, you're <laughs> crazy. <laughs> That's what makes it, uh, I don't know. That's what Think makes about it. it. So, yeah. Think about it. Get it out. I can't. <laughs> That's your connection to them, I think. Or Apple. Like, the, like what attracts you to their products. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Well, anyway, happy 45th birthday, Apple. I'm a big fan. You've inspired me a lot. You've given me the tools to help me pursue my career, and I am forever thankful. That's really why I wanted to do this. I'm just uh, happy that I'm in a position now to be able to continue to get these products that help inspire me. And one day I will use them to to get to the career goals that I I have had for quite some time now. That's pretty cool, cuz. I support you and Apple. Thank you. Me too. Thank you, Isabel. I support you and Apple as well. <laughs> like an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Yeah. <laughs> well Y'all said, cuz. How long have I been to say that? <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> Well, let's go ahead and close out. Anything else before we go, cuz? Um, as always, um, mental health is very, very important to me. I'm not a counselor. I'm not a therapist, but I strongly believe in seeking help. Sometimes You're not a patient you don't realize either. it. I'm not a patient, but I could. I need some therapy. I think my family and my kids need therapy, but 
Have we I made do that too. Step? One day we'll be brave enough to make that step that we're encouraging people to do. Let's yeah. lead by example. How about next go. show we find therapists? Okay. Sounds good. <laughs> no, um, seriously. Yeah. Uh, if you need help, please reach out. Uh, family, friends, or actual therapist, probably the, your best bet. But mm-hmm. if you need that encouragement or or help to find that, reach out to your family, friends. Yeah. So don't you don't hold have to, it in. Yeah. Don't go through this by yourself because you don't have to. 